Hello there, welcome to episode 68 of Nevermind the Bullens. It's your bite-sized weekly Everton podcast and vodcast. My name's Mike Peters. Uh, Only one topic of discussion on uh, this week's episode, Manchester United game. Um, Which I think we can all probably agree that we were going into it with a a certain amount of trepidation, a bit of apprehension, obviously, with the amount of players uh, that we're still missing. Obviously, Dominic Calvert-Lewin and Richarlison, I mean, that's a, a massive miss in the front line. Uh, hopefully, they'll be back in time for the West Ham game after the international break. Um, and obviously, missing Seamus Coleman, obviously, then Andre Gomez and Alex Iwobi as well, um, all of which, who would have featured in the in the match day squad. And you're going in thinking, right, goodness me, you know, United with uh, the huge resources at their disposal, Um Obviously, uh, last-minute winner uh, against Villarreal in the Champions League last week. you think they'll be sort of uh, bouncing and obviously keen to get back to winning ways in the league after that defeat against Aston Villa last Saturday. Um, and you're thinking, oh, you know, do I need to watch this game from behind the sofa? Um, for the first couple of minutes, you know, United were out the traps really, really quickly, um, um, which I suppose is to be expected. They're at home, you know, anticipation of the crowd and all that. Um, but actually... You know, this wasn't a point that we um, sort of fluked, which you could argue maybe in seasons past that we've got away with with results there. I think back to the the game um, when Duncan Ferguson was in charge and it really was a back-to-the-wall sort of operation. Again, we were decimated by injuries then. I think we were really had no midfielders. Mason Olgate played in central midfield and we really had to... It was just a rearguard action and I did think it was going to be the same again, but we grew into the game fantastically well and could quite easily have won the game. Um, I think we were very unlucky to go behind. Um, United had a couple of decent chances. Obviously, Edison Cavani had that uh, really good header, which he probably got a bit too close to Jordan Pickford. Martial has that header earlier on in the first half, which he probably should score. It's a terrific chance at the back post. Uh, But we'd had two or three really, really decent openings, and you can just see the difference. You know, Solomon Rondon clearly still searching for fitness um, and just not quite... Not quite at it where where we need him to be at the minute. Now that's no fault of his own. He's not played a lot of football, and obviously he's been forced to go in and, and be uh, the hold up man for us and be that focal point. And I think under the circumstances, he's done a, a pretty pretty decent job. But you just think when the ball's coming to him at the minute in front of goal, you're just thinking, yeah, touch isn't quite there. You're not, you know, um, he, he, that he's not going to score. I don't think we've got any confidence in him uh, or not much. Um, and we we know that he's sort of doing a job, but. You know, Rafa Benitez seems to think that the goals will come. I, I tend to agree with him. We think we all sort of said, well, actually, he's quite a good signing. It's just not quite happening for him yet. Nonetheless, you know, we have plenty of attacking play. I mean, Abdoulaye Decore has, has become the player that we all knew he could be, obviously playing in that much more advanced role. And is really, at the moment, the talisman of the team. Uh, alongside Damari Gray, who yet again was excellent. His pace and his, his ability to run with the ball is, you know, scares the pants off defenders. It really does in the form that he's in. He's full of confidence. And that really good chance, which he took, his decision-making was good. Took it early. David De Gea makes a good save. Uh, and again, you know, the industry of him and Decore and uh, Andros Townsend, or as I've now renamed him, Wondros Townsend, because he's that good at the minute, his form's that good. Um, you know, we've it allows other players in the team that you know that Alan's to be playing much more, uh, who's really stepped it up. Because one of the things, the, the concerns with Alan is the fact that you know he um, he lacks pace. 
uh, and occasionally the games can pass him by. But it didn't. He didn't on Saturday because, because you know it's defending from the front that those front players are allowing him to play a much more comfortable role in terms of screening the defence and doing the, the the dirty work that he has to do in that role in the team. I must make mention of Anthony Gordon uh, as well uh, because uh, you know. I'm a big fan of his. I think he's got a huge, huge amount of potential, as do the club, obviously. Otherwise, they wouldn't have given him a five-year contract. And I'm really hopeful that he'll get more opportunities because I think he can offer more. Um, and I think he offered more on Saturday than, than Alex Iwobi. Um He was a bit slow to get to the pace of the game. It took him a little little bit, bit of time. And me and uh, brother going, well, you know, he, he said that he thought he was a bit slow to get to the pace of the game. But I felt he really grew into it. He wants that just a little bit of extra time that you don't get in the Premier League, particularly against sides like Manchester United. You've got to be on it. But he stepped it up. And I thought he did an excellent, excellent job in his role, created things, won free kicks, you know, was calm on the ball, used it well, wasn't trying to get was trying to get the ball in the box, made sensible decisions, and that's what you want to see from a, a player growing like him. Obviously, went out on loan to Preston last year, which was not the most successful through no fault of his own, because they were in a, a bit of a an uphill battle to, to stay in the championship. And he's come back and we want to see him given those opportunities. He's been forced into it at the minute uh, because of uh, the injuries that we've that we've got. But I hope that he's going to get more chances, more opportunities off the bench and uh, more opportunities to, to start games in the in the coming weeks and months. Um, but, you know, the goal, uh, our goal, I mean, uh, you know, I think that goes mildly unfortunate because it takes a deflection of five past um, Jordan Pick but very little he can he can do about it um, but Margot brilliant you know a bit of um, industry from Damari Gray and, and strength which you want to see as well that he knocked Fred off the ball although it's Fred isn't it it's not saying much he's not exactly the world's greatest midfielder is he but then the pace breaking from midfield um, and Andros Ta- lovely play from Decore into you know, Townsend and players I've already mentioned, and a lovely finish, no messing, full of confidence, and uh, uh, another goal to add to his collection for the September goal of the month winner, and rightly so as well for that absolutely outstanding, magnificent strike against Burnley. But it, it was a point that we absolutely merited, and you know, the only frustration is, of course, with that chance with Tom Davis. And I'm just looking at his stats, and I mean, I'm thinking when he gets into that position, you're thinking, shoot, Tom, shoot. Um, and you, but you know he's not going to because he's scored one goal in three years and he just has no confidence in front of goal. But we know he can score goals. We know he's got the ability to do so. You know, famously scored that wonderful goal against Man City, his first, and then scored over again a couple of months later against Leicester, but he, he doesn't score goals. Um, and passes the ball. Andros Townsend, uh, in his post-match interview, said that was the right thing to do. The uh, pundit on match of the day, my doppelganger Danny Murphy suggested that he uh, and Ian Wright said he should have had a go. His first touch wasn't great, but then Yerry Mina doesn't quite hold his run, and the chance of I say nicking all three points, but I think that would be in a tad generous to Manchester United if I said that because I think we could absolutely have merited the win. Um, that you know we um, we could have walked away, but with all, with all three. That said, I think earlier in the week with the players that we had missing, like I said, if we are offered a point at Manchester United and a performance like that, then we'd have bitten your hand off. No question at all. We're still right in the hunt for the, in the top four. Um, you know, we're th- three or four of us now gathered on 14 points. We're only two points off the top of the table. And I think after seven matches, given the, the summer uh, transfers and all the rest of it and the, and the sort of the, uh, the issues that, uh, 
the club that Rafa Benitez has had to deal with from a squad point of view in terms of getting players out to free up space on the wage bill with FFP, that is an outstanding return on the first half dozen games of the season. You know, it really is. Uh, and I, th- I think as well, that performance on Saturday will finally be, uh, you know, finally shut up any remaining naysayers um, about the way that we're playing or about Rafa Benitez's appointments. And we all had, I'd say, reservations. Um, you know, none of us, I think, were overly enthusiastic to start with. But I said on this podcast that as long as he wins matches, we'll be happy. He's winning matches, we're playing good football, playing industrious football, um, which is we're seeing commitment, we're seeing energy, we're seeing effort, which are the absolute you know, the, the bare minimum as Evertonians that we expect to see from our team. We're, you know, if we lose games, we lose games. We want to, if we're going to lose, we want to have a go. And even if we had lost on Saturday, we could have said, do you know what? The performance was excellent. There would be a huge amount of positives to take out of it. But we, we've, we've, we've taken more than positives. We've taken um, a point and that's a really, really good result. Um, so hopefully that we can now really kick on. Um, obviously that squad is, is limited and, you know, to really... Capturing on that early momentum, players will need to come in in January. I think that's uh, pretty widely sort of agreed, and I think there is money in the in the pot now to do that with the getting rid of uh, particularly James Rodriguez. Um, so, obviously, an international break. Hopefully, that the players come back fit and without too many injuries. We managed to get Richarlison and uh, Dominic Calvert Lewin fit for the West Ham game in a couple of weeks' time because that will be a, a a big game. West Ham have had a good start to the season as well. Uh, David Moyes, of course, returning to uh, Goodison. Um, but at the moment, you know, we can go into the international break feeling pretty positive, um, which is nice, isn't it? Uh, until next time, uh, you can get in touch at NMTVPod on Twitter, NMTVPod at gmail.com, uh, or you can uh, leave me a voice note on the uh, description of the podcast. You can drop us a voice message in there. Um, we shall see you next time. Uh, this has been a top content production. Come on, you blues. Come on, you blues.